Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz, This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. Oh my goodness. Hola, buenas. Welcome to He buenas Said, días. Ella Dijo. ¿Cómo estás, señor? Buenas tardes. How many times do I have see, to go I hear people say this. buenos días. Buenos días. Yeah, o buen día. Buenas. You just said no, buenas. No, buenas días es un disparate. Eso no es inglés. But you, you just buen said día, it. It's a buen día. No, it's like good day. you just said buenas días. I said buenas? Yes. I just, I didn't say, I didn't say días. I just said buenas. So which is buenas is okay. Greetings. Ah, uh, that's why yeah. I get confused. Yeah, mister. Buenos dias and buenas. Look, I have my onesie that I've had for many years now. I want it to be comfy. It's the exact opposite of what Dolly Parton would say uh, keeps her marriage spicy. A onesie? The onesie that you're in is the exact opposite. This is amazing. Th- these are some Guys, of the t- look, I'm so comfortable. It's this. actually sexy. Look, if I go like this, wah! I mean, if you show cleavage in anything, it's sexy, right? I mean, baggy shirt's going to be sexy. I love my onesie. I'm comfy. That was one of our topics that, you know, I do like these host chats when we get to talk about relationship stuff because that's what the show is about, right? He said the show is about idea. everything. It's about everything, but it's about relationships. And and I think, um, you know, Dolly Parton shares with Dolly Parton, which, you know, 55 years married, um, which is pretty impressive. Her Amazing. position in this business to stay together that long. She says that she keeps her marriage spicy and that's the secret to a happy marriage. But what she means by that is a, she likes to dress up for her husband, Carl every day. She puts on some makeup, fixes her hair because she thinks that you know, the whole world sees her looking like that every day. So she wants her husband to see her like that every day. And then sometimes she even throws on her old bunny ears in her playboy outfit and cooks some breakfast. What do you think about that? Good. Or how do you say, you. how do you like them apples? Good for you, Dolly. Could you ever... You're well, first of all, idol. our kids would pass out if you showed up in like lingerie cooking me breakfast and they woke up. So They'd be would be super disgusted. confused. So would be like, ew! Um, I, don't, I don't know what to think or say about that. I think it's fantastic that she does it and clearly it's working for her. I just feel like that's so much... That's so much work. I will tell you this. I knew a friend, a friend of mine a long time ago... 
his, they got married, his wife's parents, and I think it carried on to his wife, but his wife's parents, the mom, the husband had never seen the wife without makeup. Every morning she would wake up an hour before the husband, get fully ready for the day, like makeup, hair, looking fantastic every single day. And, the, and then when the husband would go to sleep, she'd take everything off. Well, you don't think that is severely work. rooted in security? Yeah, no, I mean, listen, I like don't... You I have don't, to be really insecure not to allow your supposed soulmate other, yeah. uh, to see you as who you really are. I, I 100% agree. I would rather a person just be... Because that's, you know, and, and listen to me, a lot of, a lot of women, you know, and yourself included, you're absolutely beautiful without fully being done up in makeup. A lot of times to me, one of the sexiest, one of the sexiest looks is a woman like fully in workout, like gym attire, no makeup on. I don't know what that is about being in workout clothes and just being physically fit, you know, fit and going to the gym and just looking active. I'm not talking about body. I'm just talking about the act of doing, being fitness, you know, in fitness. So should I be worried no every, every morning when you go to the gym to just say that you no, go to the gym to the, work out? That wasn't the point. Should I be worried that you're actually checking out girls that are all sweaty with that, the hair kind of like getting all that curly on them? That wasn't the point. Even if you're here at home in workout clothes, I wonder my how point you feel. is you look better, you know, I don't say better, as good just in workout clothes and sweaty working out than you would, you know, fully made up. I think it's a good look. How do you feel if I tell you I just love guys when I go to the gym? I just love guys. I didn't say wait, wait. Oh, slow I just down. love guys slow when they're like very sweaty. I didn't sweaty say and when stinky. I go to the gym. I just find them very sexy. Nope, I didn't say that. I didn't say when I go to the gym. This is what I like. I'm saying sometimes that look is even more impressive than a girl being all that, that's done not up. what you said. Did it? We got this Anyways, is another one of the debates. I know exactly what I said. It doesn't really matter because I don't care. I, go to the gym and check them out when they're sweaty. How is this turning against me? How is this turning against me? My point was a woman should just be natural Anyways. and be beautiful and not have to wake up and be all Good. glammed out every single day. So you don't agree with your friend's um, mom that she, I mean, listen, God bless her. I think it's a beautiful thing that a woman wants to look beautiful every single day. And if it makes her happy to wake up in the morning and, and be all made up, then... By all means, I think that's that's beautiful. But do you agree or disagree? I think a woman should do whatever she wants to do that makes her feel empowered and so you make think her feel okay. confident. But so I'm just saying that's okay. a lot of work. For my taste, I'd rather a, a, a woman who doesn't have to try so well, hard. Well, we have we have a, a close. Uh, now, but wait, but I, I'd rather a woman okay. who doesn't try so hard. But I'm not opposed to being in lingerie cooking me breakfast. I'm not opposed to that part. Got it. It's not going to happen from you, but I'm not opposed to that Noted. part. Noted. Noted. Um, if it does happen from you, pleasant surprise. Well, I, I welcome it. Rarely cook breakfast, but I'll try yeah, one that's day. That's very true. I will. I will. I will keep it. I in think mind. almost never cooking breakfast. I'll keep it in mind next time. I might surprise you, but the kids are gonna wake up and be like, ah! and scream. Yeah. No, it have to be when the kids are. Let me tell you something. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, that we have. Um, you guys are taking the really good friends. That. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I, I interrupted you. You have to start taking that lion's mane mushroom that I'm taking. Helps with your memory. Are you taking it? Yeah. We'll, talk, well, we'll come back to that. Go ahead. Anyways, so I forgot again. What the heck? You have friends. Oh, so we have friends that they've been together for, I think, as long as we have been together. Maybe, I don't know, 16 years. And they have, he has never gone to the bathroom while she's going poo-poo and vice versa. Or they don't pass gas in front of each other. So she doesn't know what it is to hear the sound of his gas or the smell of his gas also a lot of work lucky her though 
I wish that <laughs> was my case because I have to Wait, hear and smell a lot. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh my god, ridiculous! I'm but that's I'm a lot joking. of work. Again, not, I think it's tough. And how do you do that put, with a husband? Yeah, I think that's hard. I mean, God bless you if you can do it. If you can pull it off, I think it's. Should we try keeping the mystery? Exactly. I, she believes that you have to keep the mystery. Yeah. No. Listen. I. I. You know. You know how I am about even. I've always been that way about women using the toilet. So it's still. I have to. It is what it is. You know what I mean? I mean but I, the, listen, we I human beings. The, we're get, allowed to no, use I a toilet. I get it. I get it. I have no problem with it. I'm, Clearly, you do. No, not in that way. I'm just saying the mystery factor. Oh I get why they do it. So listen. However, you are, I can't you live are, like that. It's a we big problem with your wife work. because you have. There's no mystery too here. Much work. You have delivered my kids. You. You. I've I had, have I've been pushing you. my 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 children with poopoo coming out of me, oh, and you still go in and getting, you grab the little head and you help the the gynecologist remove both children yes so you've seen it all there's no mystery here Uh, eric no wonder no wonder you can't stand me there's no mystery the mystery comes with dressing up as dolly parton put it that's the mystery dress up more not as yourself role play got it note it check mark i love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles because life happens baby but you got this Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed 
change my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy, yeah. right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, next topic. I think this is a good one too, and I've experienced this for sure. Have you ever had what's called ick when you were dating someone? It is a moment that, basically, this is the, what the, the article and the, and the person wrote in saying, I've been dating someone for a couple of weeks and was really into them. And then one day he came out of the bathroom and I just looked at him and was revolted. I found myself feeling repulsed. Like I could never sleep with this person again. Oh my goodness. This is not the first time it's happened in a relationship or when dating. So what is this? And it is called ick. It is also known as sudden repulsion syndrome, not an official clinical diagnosis, but sudden repulsion repulsion syndrome. That's interesting. Have you ever had that happen to you? In a relationship? I mean, there's some theories as to what it means, which I'll tell you in a second, but have you ever had that happen? That from one day to the next, I just go, ooh. Yeah, like you're dating somebody and then you just completely get turned off out of nowhere. I don't know. This is a long pause. I don't know. I'm just trying to think. I don't, I, I'm, just, I'm not thinking about anybody specifically. I just know that I have a thing with toes and hands. Yeah. So to me, it doesn't matter if you are the most stunning thing in she the world. She hates dirty fingernails. If uh, if you don't take care of your hands or your toes, or if you have bad toes, it's a big, it's like like a big no no. I I just can't even no. It's true. Like if my toenail gets a little long and I try to keep them trimmed, I but if I just scrape scrape the scrape scrape the side of her it's leg, she's, you're repulsed. You have sudden I'm repulsion repulsed. syndrome. I do. And then I cut them the next day, and then she's fine. <laughs> you're right. So yeah, it has happened to me. But you've never ended a relationship because of it. No, I don't think so. Oh, I have. Why? A couple times. Why? I've had two situations. Well, one wasn't sudden repulsion syndrome. I guess I'm, I'm repulsed by myself. But I think I've talked about this before that I dated a girl once and didn't realize why. And I really, you know, went after this girl to get, you know, to start dating her. And then once I started dating her, I couldn't figure out why I was not into her after I finally got her to go out with me. And it was because of an episode of Seinfeld where I realized she was me. I was dating myself. But That's how not do, sudden but how repulsion do you, syndrome, though, because I'm repulsed by myself. How do you know she was exactly you? What would she do? What, what was part of her behavior? <sighs> it was, listen, we had the same birthday. Like, we had the same everything like, like that. And we had just very similar qualities. In like what? Every, Can you give me I, two I mean, qualities? Everything, just sensitivity. I mean, every quality that I could have, it was like dating myself. There was no challenge. There was no... Um, There's no... Ella dijo. <laughs> there was no opposite. You know what I mean? We we're too similar. Okay. What but about did, the other one? I did have an ick one time where, and this, but this is because of a thing. So I don't know if you classify it as ick, but I was dating a girl very, you know, early on and then went to hold her hand and realized, and this sounds really shallow. I don't even, I can't believe I'm telling this story. Realized her hands were extremely rough, like extremely rough. And at that moment, I literally, I checked out of the whole relate. I got really freaked out by it. I couldn't, I couldn't stay so into weird. her. It was weird. Very beautiful girl, super sweet, 
But there was something. Just that tell sounds, her, can you please use, use some cream? That super shallow. Tell her to use some but cream. But I don't think it had to do with some cream. Some hand lotion. I don't think it had to do with cream. But if, if Maybe she had that out. condition. It's kind of like you with toast. Eczema or something like that? Eczema. No, Eczema? Well, I don't know if it'd be that, though. But there's a condition that you get super dry and you get blisters and everything because the hands are very dry. Maybe. But you shouldn't judge somebody because I'm not of that. judging them. It just didn't work for me. And, I'm not, and I okay, feel bad okay. even admitting this. But it's, it. yeah, I mean, everybody's got something, right? The but I don't think ick. I've ever looked at somebody and just got repulsed. I'm not sure that that's ever happened to me. But there's a number of reasons they say that this could, you know, affect, you know, be why it's happening. You have a fear of intimacy. The relationship has moved too fast. You've ignored a bunch of signs that this is not the right person for you. And now this is something just giving you that, that big light bulb moment. Um, you have different values. Your unconscious is picking up on something. It is a sign of an unresolved trauma. They are reading you wrong. I don't know. What do you think? You have fear of intimacy? Like diving into a relationship? No. Well, you never had the ick. I think at some point I had probably fear of intimacy, of getting too close to somebody. And Why? Like, I don't know. I don't know if it was just, you know, you get, you, you, you get come out of a bad relationship, so you're kind of afraid to get to dive back in and, and expose yourself again with somebody. And you're trying to, basically you're trying to find ways out, right? Mm-hmm. You're trying to find an excuse to have it not work. Even if the other person's trying, you're finding a way to escape. So you come up with an issue. Okay. You're super bored with this topic. All right, let's move on. <laughs> like you're looking at me like I'm speaking, like I'm speaking Spanish for the first time. You're just like, huh? I'm so no, confused. I'm listening. I'm just, I'm thinking. Okay. I'm, out, I'm also allowing you to speak. Why people aren't as picky in love as they think. Huh. Do you think, is there such a thing as being too picky when it comes to choosing a partner? And some people actually think they're being really picky, but they're, they're clearly not. They stay in a relationship for many reasons because they don't want to start over again. They don't want to start dating again. It's like, it's like people that are in a bad marriage, you know, and they know that it's toxic and they just find all kinds of excuses not to leave, you know, whether it's all because of the kids or what do I do um, financially and it's just too complicated. You know, a lot of people will convince themselves to stay inside a a pot that is not smelling too well. Um, and that's a sad existence. You think you'd do good? I mean, we've, I think we've talked about this before, though, but do you think you'd, be, you'd do good back out there in the dating world? I mean, you'll get guys hitting on you left and right, but do you, would you become, like, at your age, two kids? <laughs> wow, wow. At my <laughs> no, age? No, starting over. Wow. Like, having to meet somebody all over again, go through. There is some truth to that, right? Like, it's... You think about starting all over and exposing yourself all over again to somebody new, learning all of their good and bad qualities, accepting it all. Of course, there's the newness factor, which sure you're like, okay, I could, that would you think would outweigh some of the bad, but the start over, it is a heavy thing. I can't even think about it. First of all, I don't think I will ever marry again or really. Third time's a charm. No, I wouldn't do it. I, I, wouldn't, I don't think I got married. Or, you know, I think I'll be perfectly fine by myself, to be honest. I, I will have, I will find a partner to maybe travel with and have a good time and whatever. But I don't think I'll be like, oh, I'm in a full-on relationship. I'm going to remarry. Or like, I'll be like, you know what? I'm at my house. You're at yours. Let's get together when we can. And you know what? Um, a relationship, but not take it to the point of, you know what I mean? Like, of, I think I'm too old for that. And I'll be, I'm, you I'll said be, it, not me. I'll be so happy just being 
private and alone, to be honest. But still, don't you think this? I mean, the starting over factor of just dating, like going. I mean, you're not a person that would go out and date. You just no. wait for a guy to find you, and then exactly, I'll have the right guy find me, and I'll be like, dude, let's just have a good time. But you over there, and I'm over here. Thank you. <laughs> Such a weird conversation that we're having right now. <laughs> so if we were to divorce, so if we were to split up, this, you see, this is why people write comments about how we are never going to survive, and they are like, this so, is hypothetical. We're, I know. Just be, tell them that, that it's hypothetical. Kind of no, it's disgusting. Well, like, why are we even having this conversation? If we were, because our producers put we, it on here. <laughs> That's why we're having Listen, this conversation. If we were not doing this podcast, he said, "Ella dijo, we would never have this kind of discussions." This is crazy. It is kind of like therapy. It is. I mean, look, you, so will you remarry again? What if I remarry you're not again? With, oh, that's a tough one. With Rourke uh, Bunch. Rourke Bunch. Oh, with Rourke Grupito. Will you remarry oh, again? Sorry, I'll go back to Bunch. Um, <laughs> would I remarry again? That is a tough one. I don't I think, think you would. I would get. You know, you love I marriage. You would. I. You know, I don't. After my first divorce. Can I make your cake like your mom did with your dad? Yeah. That she actually made the cake when he remarried? I can't imagine. I'll make your here. cake. Can't imagine I poisoned the case. I know that's exactly like, what happened. <laughs> like exact, yellow jackets. It'd be like yellow jackets. She'd be <laughs> injecting. Well, we just put a bunch of spoilers. I want to say, can we talk about great yellow, series? Can we talk way. about yellow jackets? We can talk about that too. Obsession. Um, I don't think I'd remarry again. I thought after my first marriage, I knew I would remarry again. If I met somebody and fell in love, and clearly I did, I would remarry. But I don't think I would marry again on the third time. I would not do what you're talking about, which is like you live over there, I live over here, and we just meet up occasionally. I wouldn't do that. Why? It'd be awesome. Yeah. So I can go to bed when I want to. I can read when I want to. Well, I don't have to happen. answer. You have two kids. I don't have to answer to none nobody. None of that's going to happen. You have two kids. Your life's going to be overwhelmed. Yeah, you're right. Why are we talking about this? This is actually very depressing. <laughs> so let's talk about Yellow Jackets, which is not let's depressing. Let's talk about Yellow Jackets. Let's that talk about Afterlife with, how do you say his name? Ricky Gervais. How crazy. How we just started grieve. watching that, huh? How you grieve death, you know? Grieving, the grieving process is a bitch. It's so sad. I mean, he went hardcore into drugs and everything. It's really interesting. He lost the love of his love, lost the love of his life. For those who don't know, Afterlife with Ricky what? Gervais. Gervais. It's about as a Netflix show. It's three th three seasons already, and he loses his wife um, to from cancer to yeah. cancer, and he has a really hard time wanting to live yeah. and continue life without her, you know, and just have a functional, normal life. And his grieving process and how he changes his energy, his persona, he becomes miserable. And then I'm assuming every season is a progression of him finding himself again and Probably. finding happiness. But it's so well acted and so well written. It's really I would love really for you incredible. to grieve, grieve me like that. I don't know if you would. Would you if grieve something me? happens to you? <laughs> would you be like that? Would you <laughs> suicidal and I want to do drugs? Well, you can't because you got two kids. He do you no want kids. me to do that? You want he, me to start experimenting he, with he, drugs he, because you passed away? <laughs> I don't think so, right? And it shows how much he loves her. But no, I'm not it saying it's safe. no. It I'm doesn't. not saying. I'm just saying he was so in love, and it was no. love of his life. Like you said, he can't bear living without her, which I is I think is something incredible to say about yeah. that somebody had that impact on you. But no, it's impossible. Two, he had no kids in the in the show, so it's easier for him to sort of grieve privately and to the extreme whereas if you have kids you have to pick yourself up and you got to figure it out you have to for the sake of the kids but yellow jackets let me talk to you about that could what do you think okay first of all you would be they would have probably killed you off in the first couple like first few days why do you say that dude i'm a survivalist you're so wrong you're so wrong about me First of all, like I'm a very strong person. It, you can't even use the bathroom. You can't use the bathroom in public. <laughs> well, and I'll you're going to be out there in the woods I'll be using the bathroom. 
No, I'll be constipated for a couple of months. I might die because of couple toxicity. Of- <laughs> <laughs> you you couldn't do and you have to start eating wild animal. No, there's plenty of plants. I'll be oh, plant based. Yeah. It's the best way oh to be God. plant based. So you would die from starvation. You would die from constipation. And then people might kill you Why? from the panic attacks. Because you're in the biggest open, most open no, but space. At least it's open. You're in the wilderness, but you would panic, I'm sure, like anybody would. And they kept it together for the most part so far. They didn't keep it together. They were I bananas. Mean, there wasn't too many. They haven't seen any full breakdowns of everybody yet. They've all been trying so to guys, keep together. What they're going to be rescued. If you're. We're gonna get, we're plane, away a there's lot, a, there's a plane crash. A, there's yeah, a plane crash, and you survive in the middle of this island. You don't know where you are. We're on an island. They were in the woods in Canada, I in the Canadian wilderness. Yeah. Oh, really? Canadian wilderness. So how is it possible nobody's finding them? Because Misty, we can't. How much can we reveal? Remember, she damaged. I know, but still, if they they know the location, they kind they of don't know, know the, location. the location where the plane went down because the black box is damaged. No, I know, but if it's Canada, then they should be looking all over Canada. What, like it's a. <laughs> Are you serious right now? How big is Canada? How big is Canada? It's as big as the U.S. It's bigger. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So we talking about? Anyways, I don't know. They got lost in the Caribbean. So you think you can survive if your plane crashes and you are in the middle of nowhere? Would you become? How do you call it? A caveman? Again, this is a tough one, right? Because I think psychologically, if you you left your family and your kids, it would be way harder. That if you're... Yeah, well, that will give you motivation now, to now, want to live and survive. Yes, for sure. A hundred percent. But the panic attacks of not being able to speak with your children anymore, see your spouse anymore, any of that would be insane. I think the not knowing is what... what These girls are in high school. Me. I think, you know, it's still traumatic at that young age to have to process it all. But they're also not leaving children behind. I don't know. I mean, look, it's, it sucks either way. You're... <laughs> Plane crashed it's a in the terrible wilderness. premise, but the show, guys, Yellow Jackets, Showtime, correct? Showtime. It's really the interesting. Turns, it's dark. It's dark. dark. It's depressing. So but, well acted. But it's really good, Christina and the music Ricci is fantastic. Is phenomenal. I love the music and the way they plays music throughout the scenes. It's just brilliant. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles, because life happens, baby. But you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. 
and of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Anyways, what else? So we this has been really interesting. We talked about divorce, getting remarried, X, Dolly Parton. Well, the good thing is we talked about how you could spice things up from Dolly Parton. How can you spice things up? You well, know, because you know what? This is interesting. I make breakfast it's always, every morning. It's always about the, the woman doing something to keep the marriage spicy. But what about the guy actually do you, doing do you something think for it the would girl? Matter if I walked around in boxers all day, you're not gonna. It's not lingerie. You're not gonna care because it's sexy when a woman wears lingerie. When a guy wears what boxers or uh, a brief, you're gonna be like, oh well, it's just underwear. So what can you do to keep the I, relationship spicy? I cook breakfast. I cook dinner. That doesn't count. Okay. Those are just chores that you do. To those survive. are my chores. Yeah, those are something you do because you have a family. That I cook breakfast and dinner for you. That's yeah. a nice gesture. Don't you think? Like, it is a nice gesture, and I appreciate I it. You're show. amazing. Um, yeah, this relationship. Will you is tell 50/50. me what can I do to spice it up? Be kind. Okay, you're making it sound like I'm not. Um, Be whatever you want, Ross. Whenever you want it, Ross. What do you need, Ross? Be a servant. Be a servant. I'm that's the sexy. No, that's not, the sexy not at all. appeal. That would be very annoying. Um, They'd be annoying. Becoming like that passive and a servant. I mean, it'll be cute for a little bit, but then at some point you'll be like, dude, it's okay. Listen, um, I don't know. I'll think about it. I have a, I have homework. Guys, can you give me some tips? Yeah, how listeners can a guy, have some tips. How can, the, how can a guy spice how it How can up? the husband keep it spicy? It goes back to love languages. It goes back to that. It always does. You want to buy me a... Gifts. The Porsche that I want you to get. Can you get it for me? Oh, my God. That would be super spicy. I don't know how you're a bigger car person than I am. I could care less about a car. When we first met, you had a Guys that likes cars are sexy. Really? Yeah. That's your turn on a guy who likes cars? Like I I can envision you with like a very nice sports, like cool, midlife crisis. That's your turn on? Not a guy who's cooking you dinner and breakfast and helping take care of the household? A guy who likes cars? No, all of that. That guy plus a guy that likes cars. Since when have you ever been into a car guy? Never. This is the I want, weirdest um, thing I've I ever... I want you to be the car guy. I'm not but telling I'm people. But I'm not. Okay, then you're not. Like, I would rather spend my money on something else. I just get a you know nice car that does does a job, but I don't need, like... You know, listen, I like a souped-up car. I like the cars, but it's not the way I'd, I'd 
go crazy to spend my money. It's not a lot of money. It is a lot. They are all a lot of money, the cars you're talking about, but it's not the way I would, I would choose to spend. I'd rather spend it on a nice vacation. Okay, I respect that. Then don't get the Porsche, Eric. Keep driving your little SUV. I like my little <laughs> SUV. I don't have the boat. Like, listen, my wife, we, I, we have the complete opposites again. We're back to like, I have the this, you know, Nice little, I don't want to use the word cute. That's going to sound, make me oh, it's look nice worse. It's a nice car. It's a good car. It's a nice it's little, a you know, mid-size mid SUV that I like that does everything. I can park anywhere. I can go anywhere. It's super convenient. Cut to, Rosalind can barely see over the steering wheel in her car. <laughs> she looks like an ant driving a gigantic, um, let's say an ant on the back of a dog, right? Like, you're just, just like, the, the world looks so big and it's just tiny little things sit on this giant Thank beast. You. She has this boat. That is so sweet. This boat, it is. It's a boat of a car. And I look cute. I look it? back and she's following me. You just see the head popping up above the steering wheel like a little <laughs> old lady trying to see where she's going. She can't, And I love it, guys. She can barely turn around things and park with it. It's so big that she goes to someplace and she goes, you know, can I take your car? It's gonna be so much easier to park. <laughs> then I'm like, why do you have your car? Because I love it. I like it. She has to take like an extra step stool to get into the car. You, no, I don't. She actually has to use the little side runner like to step does. into the car. I don't use a side runner to step well, into the well, car. Well, you're 6'2". But that's the kind of car I would. It, it would make sense for me, not for you. And then, and there you go, picking the little tiny SUV. But you're Because it's like much easier to park car. and drive. Whatever. Okay. I respect you're that a, you are you're so in a frugal cruise liner. Uh, with your this money. And frugal. that you are not into... Spending your money this in cars is not about frugal. I would okay. buy a beautiful watch and spend the money on that before the car. My, so I'm the opposite. I'll spend the money on the in car. Carro. Yeah. In a car, I say that? Yeah, on the car. But I, still, the size of the car. Anyways, I don't care anymore. No me importa, 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 no me importa. Um, good to see you today. You as well. This is a very I interesting to... podcast today. Really? <laughs> What? Crazy topics. Uh, it's interesting. It's okay. interesting. I, I think the next time, actually, when people listen to this podcast, I am going to be landing in Puerto Rico. That's right. So, yeah, guys, I'm starting um, Fantasy Island. So the next time you see me. We won't be together. We won't be together. You know what's sad? The room, For the next four months. Our podcast room. I'm meeting uh, with Jeff Lewis tomorrow because it's been renovated, as you know. So I'm picking wallpaper and furniture. I don't think it's going to be ready for me to squeeze in one more episode before I leave. Maybe, maybe we can. Hopefully not. I doubt it. But if not, I'll be in Puerto Rico, guys, at the beach doing the podcast via Zoom. And I can't wait. Wish me luck. It's the second season of my beloved show. I hope to God that it is going to be a blast. Thank you. I love you. I love you. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to write us a review and tell us what you think. If you want to follow us on Instagram, check us out at he said, ella dijo, or send us an email, Eric and Ross at iHeartRadio.com. He said, ella dijo is part of iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. See you next time. Bye. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.